0: Are you interested in understanding GOP-1 medications like Ozempic, Wogovi, or Manjaro? Then join us on The Plus Sides, Cracking the Obesity Code, the groundbreaking podcast helping people change their lives one episode at a time. The Plus Sides podcast is a disruptor. We're breaking down barriers, smashing stereotypes, and sharing inspiring stories that'll leave you feeling informed and empowered. Join us every week to learn from doctors who are specialists around GLP-1 medications like Wegovy, or Manjaro. They'll provide you with science and facts to validate these incredible stories. But that's not all. We'll also bring you the voices of the GLP-1 Manjaro TikTok community, real people who face the challenges of obesity-related diseases and disorders, and discovered the incredible plus sides of GLP-1 medications. Our episodes are filled with heartwarming stories, laughter, and moments of trauma. You'll connect with our amazing community members who are reclaiming their health and experiencing their fullest lives. Are you ready to embark on a journey of discovery and empowerment? Tune in to the plus sides cracking the obesity code and together we'll change the narrative around obesity and in the stigma. Subscribe now on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform and join our incredible community. Let's celebrate the plus sides of life together. The plus sides podcast because every story deserves to be heard. Every life deserves to shine and everyone deserves access to expert knowledge and medication. The Plus Sides Podcast. You're not alone. It's time for a change rooted in lasting evidence-backed wellness. Say goodbye to unsustainable diet culture with Friday's Weight Management Program. A nationwide virtual care platform built to address your biology.
1: The reason why I started Fridays is that I noticed that patients with obesity are often improperly treated and told to eat less and move more. Well the science is in and we now know that obesity is a chronic medical condition like high blood pressure and diabetes and that there are many factors including your genetics that play a role in the development of obesity. We understand this at Fridays and that's why we make sure to order labs and specific medications that work with you and your biology.
0: We're revolutionizing weight management, steering clear of weight loss fads, and embracing a scientifically driven approach. Our program charts a path to a healthier you, leveraging evidence-based treatments, nutritional support, and a team of specialized clinicians dedicated to guiding you towards optimal health. We ensure swift appointment scheduling and provide a knowledgeable insurance team for handling prior authorizations for GLP-1 medication. Fridays will also provide safe, compounded GLP-1 medication alternatives with fair and industry-leading pricing. Our eligibility quiz will match you with the provider that corresponds with your medical needs. Go to joinfridays.com to begin your journey to a healthier you today
2: to restrictive weight loss methods and hello to IVIM, the number one prescriber of GLP-1 medications. GLP-1s curb cravings, stabilize blood sugar, increase energy, and balance A1C levels to regulate your body and kickstart your weight loss journey. Iveme is committed to making medical weight loss accessible, affordable, and customized because we believe that's how it should be. Sign up for
3: free and get 20% off our accessibility programs. Producing Peptide Vite, it's the first daily natural vitamin to help support a reduction in the major side effects of GLP-1s. Peptide Vite supports fatigue, nausea, GI side effects, and promotes better metabolism. It is third-party tested, made in the USA in an FDA-certified facility. Peptide Vite is a game game changer all-in-one daily supplement pharmacist and physician formulated to be safe and effective use code plus20 for 20% off at zennutrients.com
2: say goodbye to restrictive weight loss methods and hello to ivim the number one prescriber of glp1 medications glp ones curb cravings, stabilize blood sugar, increase energy, and balance A1C levels to regulate your body and kickstart your weight loss journey. iVeam is committed to making medical weight loss accessible, affordable, and customized because we believe that's how it should be. Sign up for free and get 20% off our accessibility programs.
4: Thank you. And my next question is, well, our next question is why um, is it? why are compounds available in shortage and is it legally, you know, available when it isn't a shortage?
5: Yeah. So it, it, and that really just comes down to the FDA uh, part of the regulatory component. The FDA sets out uh, guidelines on uh, how things can be compounded, when they can be compounded uh, in, in addition to state guidelines and some of those other bodies who I was talking about, like the USP, Uh, but the FDA really controls uh, a lot of what you can compound and when you can compound it. And the FDA pretty much says if the drug is on the FDA shortage list, it basically means it's unavailable. Not that it's not available, but it hits a shortage. It hits their, their official shortage list and they then allow compounding pharmacies to help make up that shortage deficit uh, while something is on the shortage list. So at that point you can make, um, and we'll, we'll kind of get into a little bit into the weeds here on, on compounds, but the FDA then allows you to compound an exact copy of a branded drug if it's on the shortage list, uh, because th- then th- that's helped at seeing that, that we're helping to um, bridge the gap on the shortage, if
6: you will.
3: Right.
0: Okay. okay. Which
6: is why compound medications have been able to sort of slide into the GLP-1 space.
0: Yeah, because of all the shortages. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. I can imagine. Like, I, I just can only imagine that this will continue. <laughs> like, I'm hoping that it will be short lived. I, I, of course, like, but I just, it, it, the demand is so high. It's so high. And the, and if they get, and if for specifically Majora, if they get approved, you know, for weight management, which we all think they will. Mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. in Q4, then that's just a whole nother indication and more demand. They're going, Oh, that is safe. That is good. The FDA days is okay. Then, right. then I think that's something, you know, and also like in terms of being in the weeds, like this is for sure the, the episode for the weeds of the compound pharmacy. So <laughs> uh, have that at it, Dr. Ripley. We would love yeah. all the, our, our, yeah. our listeners definitely want this. and
5: You can Google FDA shortage list. The FDA publishes it and updates it all yeah. the time. You can go in and see it's not just GLP ones that are on there. You know, there's a, a big shortage of ADHD and um,
0: yeah.
5: stimulant meds mm-hmm. like that. It, it, there's stuff that antibiotics goes on
0: yeah.
5: antibiotics, stuff that goes yeah. on and off those lists all the time. So it's a yeah. it's a it's a living, breathing document. And you can you can anybody can go check out and see what's on
6: when it's on and why it's on there. And what's why super sorry? Go ahead, Dr. No, you me. go ahead. No, go I
0: ahead. I was just gonna okay. say that
6: what's super interesting and I think novel about what's happening now in the GLP one space is which probably did not happen before, is that it's not really the medication that's in shortage in this instance. Rather, it's the um, supply chain involved in these complicated delivery Uh mechanisms that Mm -hmm. these medications were sort of branded and packaged in, um, in order to facilitate easy delivery of the medication. So the companies, sort of built themselves a trap by creating complicated delivery systems that then Mm. they were unable to ramp up to meet demand because production of the medication itself is not nearly as um, limiting because you can just make it in mass, but you have to Mm. make each of these pens, you know, Mm. in a factory. And they, that is really what can't keep up with demand. So you have a medication that's in shortage, but without a true shortage of that medication, it's the delivery system of that medication. And so compound pharmacies are able to come in and utilize that excess medication that isn't packaged. So when people say like, well, where do you get that medication? The company says it's not from us. We're not delivering that medication. Well, what's actually happening is Nova Nordisk doesn't make their semaglutide. like mm-hmm. they may have developed it and, you know, configured it in the lab and then tested mm-hmm. it, you know, made a batch and tested it. But when it comes to mass production of things, they tend to outsource to subcontractors, typically in India or China, ah. the, the, um, the mass production of these precursors and, medications that then they have in a different facility. Contracting Realized. facilities just shut down. Right. It's like, they still have, they still have production lines. They want to keep open. They still have employees yeah. they want to, um, employ. Yeah. And so they're kind of building up this product, waiting for the big drunk companies to buy it off of them. And it's completely conceivable that because the FDA allows compound pharmacies to distribute it or produce it, they can buy these um, precursor medications and then distribute it. It's kind of like, you know, a designer handbag company that during the day they make, (sighs) you know, labeled items and at Mm -hmm. night they make the same handbag but don't affix the name brand label, and it goes mm-hmm. out in trucks and yeah. it's distributed- On Canal it's Street. The same. <laughs> on Canal It might be the very same handbag, mm-hmm. but one is branded and one is not mm. because that factory wants to produce as much product as it can. Yeah. And you know that's an economic driving force. That's a yeah. really good. Um, wow.
7: Interesting was that recently Eli Lilly announced that the Manjaro and Trulicity pens are the same device. They yeah. use the same internal components. And so as Majuro drives more and more demand, there's going to be a shortage of Trulicity coming as well, because it's just sure. um yeah. And then they also issued a report saying that they have a third-party manufacturer, like Dr. Rosen was saying, that does all of their peptide production in Europe, brings it in, and then they basically assemble this together, put it together in their factory, and then package it up and send it out, so. Oh my so gosh. The, wow. the supply chain issue that's holding everything up seems to be these pens, and the pens have like a, a a mechanism to yeah basically shoot out the medication without any kind of like electronic components or anything. So that's the whole, yeah. the, the whole
6: issue. Spring loaded.
7: Yeah.
0: yeah. But but you I gotta see, say I've used it's, them it's all, a, and I think the the one that's basic yeah. is just as easy. It's just yeah. as easy. Like, see, look, the Let's well, save the environment. The
6: one pen. What's, what's super interesting out. is you see the way that these pharmaceutical companies manipulate the narrative
0: yeah for sure right? they do. in That's order why to
6: about it. demonize <laughs> yeah. you know they don't want anyone yeah. using compound medications because it takes sales away from them mm-hmm. yeah. so in order to sow distrust over the medication they're not going to like get into the nitty gritty of yeah. the fact that it's their subcontractors that are selling excess medication mm-hmm. t- through other channels uh, they're just going to yeah. say We have not provided compound pharmacies with our medication, which is technically true. But it serves to, you know, invalidate um, the source of safe medication that compound pharmacies could possibly be delivering to patients. Right.
0: So when wow. you get these medications and they're not like matched, you know, dose for dose. So like if I get some glutide versus getting Ozempic and I do 0.25 of Ozempic and then I say I get some sort of milliliters or a different type of dose, like because they've added in B12 or something, one, why do they do that? Like I'm sure there's a reason. Um, and... And two, like, how do I know what it is I'm actually getting? Is this kind of going back to, like, make sure it's got your name on it and things like that. Because I feel like there's a lot of misconception around that. And I also think there's some people that are exploiting others by giving them not as much of the medication. Like, maybe they're not giving them the 0.25 of the medication totally. They're giving them, like, less, you know, and then to keep them from having side effects. Like, we're seeing that with some some compound or some med spas and things like that. They're really doing things in, in a bad way and giving in fairness, compound pharmacy, a, a bad name. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, what's up with that? <laughs> I, that?
5: I, think that actually, I think Dr. Rosen talked, uh, touched on it a, a little earlier. Uh, and, and it's a pet peeve of mine too. It's um, it, everything that should come out of a pharmacy should be labeled with the, with the strength and the dose, yeah. mi- how many milligrams, how many mls per ml is it? And what's mm-hmm. your dose? And Mm
0: -hmm.
5: And I think too many people, I I see too many people get caught up in, well, my sister's using two units and I'm using four units.
0: Right. I see what you're saying. It depends on
5: uh, the the units. It depends on where you're getting it from, who's making it, what the concentration is. So if the the two in, in that example, you know, Susie may be doing two units and her sister's doing mm-hmm. four units but if they're getting it from two different places and they're making it two different ways they may be getting exactly the same dose so people get mm-hmm. caught up on units and
6: milliliters
0: and units as yeah, they, yeah. As it needs to measure. be
6: institutionalized like it, we need to make yeah. it from this podcast out to the community yeah. <laughs> that when yeah. you talk about your dosage you talk about it in milligram.
0: milligrams that's yeah. milligrams milligrams delivered not milligrams units. milligrams
4: yeah.
0: Milligrams, yeah. milligrams
6: of medication in whatever yeah. volume you're taking so when people yep. tell me like my dose is 20 ml i'm like no you know that's yeah. not your dose that's the volume your dose is delivered in think yes. about it like milk
7: right like it, like fat free yeah. milk you're gonna get no fat if you're yeah. getting three percent milk
6: that yeah. is a very yes. high I love that
7: so if you're trying to get the same amount of fat content in your milk <laughs> mm-hmm. you're gonna have yeah. different amounts of milk
6: yeah.
5: oh that's and, fascinating and, and, and thank you you know, so so many you know different you know medical conferences oh, where even we're... the physicians are teaching it in units. And there's like, give mm-hmm. give your patients four units. Give your patients two yeah. units. And and you really got to go back and really kind of uh, unlearn a, a lot of people. And it, wow. it's it's what's your dose? How many milligrams? And then
0: okay yeah
5: don't don't get caught up in in the the um, the the amount that you're getting in terms of yeah. the amount of fluid that is in because it may be irrelevant when it comes to the dose that you need cuz it may be different than um, you know what somebody else is getting down the street. That's
6: great. And, and the and the follow up on that question of when you have a question is you can o- you should always be able to either contact your prescriber or contact right. your pharmacy. And if you can't yeah. do either of those things, then you shouldn't take it.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't take it. Ah.
6: And if you can't if you can't get a straight answer or you don't feel like you're getting a
5: straight answer, That's another red flag that you're not in the right spot.
4: Great. Good. I like it. That's, and, and. Oh, I love answers. I love answers. (laughs) That was one of our questions because we're seeing in the conversations on social media, I've got this amount of units or this amount of milliliters. So it did, so it's not consistent across Mm -hmm. the board. And, and that leads me to, my last question of when you're using a compound pharmacy for our last question for, for for me is what should you be, you know, looking for when researching a compound pharmacy? And, you know, and in terms of compound salts, why are they so dangerous?
0: So like certifications, that's, you mean?
6: That's two, yeah, that's that's two totally different questions. I'm sorry.
0: Start with the first Look. one. <laughs> Look, my bad.
6: Right, <laughs> I, I
5: think it, it, a lot of it goes back to kind of, uh, I think some of my the, the the thoughts on who's regulating pharmacies and going you know, when you start looking at compounding pharmacies. You know, I think a, a good place to look is you know, from the accreditation standpoints. though it, what, what national boards or what national organizations are they accredited by? You know, there's mm-hmm. several. The NABP, National Association mm-hmm. Board of Pharmacy, does some accreditations. Uh, PCAB, PCAB, Pharmacy Compounding Association boards. I think that's the right acronym. Okay. Uh, okay. What, what, all the letters stand for? Uh, do they have a website? Yep. Yeah, do they have a website? Can <laughs> Can you Google okay. them? When you pick up yeah. the telephone, yeah. are you talking to somebody? Um, okay. Yeah, you, every state has a pharmacy license registration. You can look them up by the okay. state. Um, I think I think a great a place to start just from a from trying to find, find the ones that um, might stand out from the crowd might be yeah, a better sure. option or to look or to kind of start with that accreditation piece and then kind of work from there. Cause the, the the accreditation bodies will take all of that other information, the state board requirements, the USP requirements, the FDA requirements, and they'll put them into, you know, that certification uh, compliance uh Mold there, so that if they're um, if if they're if they have those certifications, then uh, from those national bodies, that's a great indicator that that they okay. are on on the up and up, and probably head and shoulders above uh, somebody who's
6: not doing it uh, that particular way. Awesome. And let me let me start the conversation about semaglutide salts and Dr. Myra and Dr. Yeah, ripley sure. feels. Please yes, jump in.
4: Please, thank
6: you. Um, but who there's clearly the the um, the message put out there that semaglutide salt is some sort of bad thing as if it's yes, like there is. poison yes and, that's for
0: sure what it sounds like and as yes. if like yeah.
6: there's semaglutide and then there's semaglutide salt and one is like yeah. a lower caliber of the other yes. and Mm -hmm. I don't think that any semaglutide that is manufactured and distributed to patients wasn't at some point a semaglutide salt. I'm going to put that out there. Because as far as I understand things, and I may be wrong, making a salt version of a medication is a way that you can transport that medication as a powder in a stable, non-reactive, um, situation. Um, like table salt is a salt. It's Mm -hmm. not highly reactive. It can sit in a jar. Nothing happens to it. But when you add water to it, the sodium comes off the chloride ion. And then it's, it's, um, you get different ions of, with different properties, like, hydrochloric acid and sodium hydroxide, you know, and so a salt is just a stable way to have a medication. And I would suspect that any medication that's branded at some point in its production life Hmm. was Mm -hmm. a salt. Um, And I think that it was sort of put out there that compounds are using salts because I suspect they are prior to the, Mm -hmm. the, dilution of that medication and that preparation of that medication whether it's with sterile mm-hmm. water or saline it is in a salt form but the the same exact thing is happening in the branded medication i was wondering if okay. either of you could comment oh on
8: really that. yeah wow so i think yeah, maybe sometimes more. when you're saying with salts because my i guess my first perception of that is uh you think table salt and so you're you're mm-hmm. immediately thinking oh it's not safe that's you know, or bath salts. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's there You went there. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: like my brain, is my true. brain's going to reconstitution. Like my brain's going, okay, it's salt. And then you add water and like that, you know, like, I, I don't know because I don't do compound. I, if I have to, I would like, but, but yeah. I yeah, me think too. that's something that we, I mean, we're sick. We need medicine. There's, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? But if, if, if you, like, when I hear salts and this is, this just, is just like typical social media bullshit. I'm just going to say it right. Like you hear these things and things start rolling. And like, let's talk about what the actual truth is. So that makes a lot of sense to me that when you have something that you're trying to ship, like, especially if it's from like another country or store, like for a long period of time to be able to then right. use it in its active form that you would have it like that. But is it, do we want to be receiving it as a salt? I think that's probably the question is like, when you get your from a compound pharmacy, am I going to open up and see salts that I'm going to have to mix together? You know, is that what I need to stay away from? And it sounds like from our earlier conversation, perhaps. Yeah. Um, if, if so tell getting, me more. I think
7: that's where the danger comes in because yes. that salt form never went through clinical trials the same way mm. that Ozempic and wagovi did. And so we know what Ozempic and wagovi do in your body, and we have a fairly good understanding of the cytopro- profile there, but we don't know that for the salt form. So
6: Ah, okay, that makes but, more sense. Ah. But Dr. Ripley, when you add water or saline to the salt form, doesn't it become semaglutide, indistinguishable from any semaglutide that you would have? yeah i
5: think that that's the that's the thought process and i think it so goes you're back maybe giving before.
6: yourself your semaglutide salt which hasn't been studied you're actually once it's reconstituted, you're giving yourself semaglutide
5: yeah and i think that kind of goes back a little bit to what dr myro had mentioned that you know it yeah. in, in theory yes but it's not that's not what was in the studies uh and that's not mm-hmm. what was studied so um mm-hmm. you know from okay. a could, could you say that with 100 percent certainty? No, you, you really couldn't because that's not how it was studied. But if from yeah. a chemical standpoint, it, could you argue it from a you know, from a chemical reaction? Here's what happens when you add water. It's going to get rid yeah. of that sodium uh, uh, salt molecule that's on it and it's going to cleave it off. And you're going to end up with some glutide. Yeah. Uh, from a chemical standpoint, probably, uh, I think more okay. from a. a um, uh, from a what we know, what we can prove, and what's been proven, I think maybe we really just don't know.
6: We, don't, we, don't, we can't. We don't say know them. that the semaglutide in the study wasn't a semaglutide salt before it was reconstituted and oh. injected.
4: Mm. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, um,
5: yeah. and that's uh, and I, that, that's a that's a great question because because um, the way and. Honestly, I, I don't know the answer. I don't know the, the direct answer. That, okay. Because I know when you have, let's say, when you have compounded semaglutide, when you're making a, a semaglutide from a compound semaglutide or you're getting it from Wagovi, they're using the base form, not the salt form uh, of, of semaglutide. Uh, and you can, get, you can get semaglutide sodium or you can get semaglutide that doesn't have the salt attached to it. And you can make a solution mm-hmm. in either way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You, when you go back and you start looking at all the studies, Did they only use that? Was it a salt at some point? That, I don't know.
0: Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. It's just like you said, it's like, like grabbing onto that all salts are bad is like, is, is not necessarily a thing, but maybe all salts, if you were having to mix things up, which we've already decided is probably not a best practice. Right. From our experts here, yeah. you know, doing anything on your own is <laughs> um, yeah. probably not the best thing. Yeah. So, in, um,
5: in, yeah, you know, in general, we talk when, when we're talking about chemistry, salt forms are, are a very important part of you know, medicine in general. There's a lot of things that sure. are in salt forms that you um, and it, it can do anything from you know, the adding the salt form increases uh, or making it a salt form can increase a one drugs absorption uh, and and it may be how that's therapeutic is that it may be a salt form where the base form gets degraded in the body and doesn't, it never gets to the target cells. Um, it can
0: change
5: flavor profiles. It can make it more or less water soluble. So I think from a, you know, a chemical standpoint, and salts aren't salt in a salt forms in itself, aren't bad. Uh, it's just a matter of, um, you know, when you're when you're looking at compounded semaglutide and and I think where a, a lot of the I think the bad press started coming from on semaglutide salts was I think some of the thought process early was well there's semaglutide salt out there and it, it's okay to compound with and that gets us gets some of the compounding pharmacies maybe uh, around some of the regulations and that kind of stuff and I think mm. that's where right um, and that started totally wrong.
6: Because I mean, it's it's totally it's a leap that they you'd think someone would make. But if you look at the patents, they for semaglutide, they also include semaglutide salt, semaglutide in a base form, semaglutide in an ester form. So um, the, wow. it's not any way to like skirt patent protections.
0: Uh, I see what you're saying. I see. Okay, they wouldn't
6: know that because they probably haven't read the the patent yeah. paperwork for semaglutide.
0: Yeah. But when, when whatever, you, about...
6: what, whatever you do do. If yeah. you get semaglutide that says "not for human consumption," yeah, that's probably not something you should be injecting. And
0: what probably. is that, y'all? Where's that coming from? Is that like from the studies they were using on the rats that got the bad things? Like, well,
2: what is it? Yeah, where does that come I mean, from? I mean, it's, it's it's I who else is going to consume are, it? I don't
8: understand.
7: They're still doing research on all of this stuff. Oh wow. like, there, oh still chemicals that wow. exist for research
5: use. Yeah, and I, and I think. Uh, Oh, wow. And I think in, in a simple term, semaglutide and a lot of these other peptides are small molecules. They're pretty easy to synthesize in a lab. Uh, yeah. And there's a, there's a lot of lab companies out there who uh, can form a business uh, that uh, is not regulated by the FDA if they call it yeah. a research grade peptide. Uh, yeah. And it's. Quite frankly, it's it's very easy for them to make. It's very easy for them to test it. It's very easy for yeah. them to show you, hey, it's ninety nine point seven percent semaglutide, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But basically what it comes down to is they've figured out that little loophole that they can run a business, right. call it a research-grade yeah. peptide, and it doesn't go through the FDA. It doesn't go oh through uh, any other state board regulations. Yeah, you're basically signing off as a patient or as, as a consumer, saying, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm doing my own research," and they have to mm-hmm. call it wow. research grade. And then, wow. it, you did run into you know you got you got bad apples in every profession. You run into you run into sure. you know compounding pharmacies or even you know uh, offices, uh, med spas, uh, you know, physicians whatnot using the not for human use, the research grade as their, um, what they were putting in their compound semaglutide, basically, because it was cheap.
6: Yeah. Right, because it's going to come cheaper because they don't have to go through all of the hoops that a compound pharmacy truly does, or that yeah. a, a factory producing semaglutide for human consumption has to do. And uh. it's brilliant, because think about the way it offloads liability right yeah for sure this isn't this what what dr ripley's saying is this isn't like someone taking a jar of semaglutide for a rat study and Mm -hmm. like stealing it and then selling it to a doctor's office these are companies that are making semaglutide to capitalize on the demand and by putting a label on it that says not for human consumption they get around having to be accredited to make semaglutide oh for human consumption Gosh. and then if there's any problem that a human being develops from ingesting that semaglutide there they have automatic protection from liability because they'll say well we labeled it as not for human consumption and you consumed it so anything bad yeah. that happened to you we can't be held liable so they they can completely oh shift all liability so it's it's a brilliant way to sort of exactly like you said get around the system and and exploit a loophole in the system where they don't have any oversight and they escape all liability so it's super shady black market from that perspective yeah yeah and then you gotta you also
5: gotta think about you know from a safety perspective you're talking about you're you're you're, you're gonna reconstitute it at home which we've already we already covered that uh pitfall and then you're Mm -hmm. you're you're trusting the, the uh, runaround people to assure that you, you're getting a, st- a sterile product. There's no supervision. There's no oversight to show that it's a sterile yeah. product. Um, so you, you're just you're just starting to compound, or uh, probably a better term, or you're starting to kind of see where a lot of those layers of risk start coming in. Uh, yes, on, like those uh,
0: ones you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Rate mm-hmm.
5: Or reconstituting at home and uh, just a lot of unnecessary risk uh, just to save a few bucks.
0: Yeah jeez um, yeah i mean there's so much stuff going out there this i think this clears a, a lot of things up um i i think that's really interesting too. what you said about like looking on the label like the fact that it should say like the units i want everybody to remember this going forward because if yeah. you come in my live, i'm going to point you to this episode and because you know you will and, and if you come here yeah because i think that people don't realize what it is that a lot of this is because nobody tells people like you get this medication, whether your doctor prescribes it for you or you decide to go to a med spa or something like there's not, that's why the, that's why the community is so big and so popular. It's because there's not enough like direct oversight and there's not enough obesity specialists. There's not, you know, enough bariatric doctors. There just aren't like, it's, it's not, it's not really available. And so people are having to get all this information. So I hope that like what we've provided here today would, you know, give people a little more know-how when they're making these decisions. Um, I had one last question and maybe, I think we may have touched on it in like a corner, you know, but we hear a lot of like gym bros using semaglutide peptides. What's the difference in the things we're talking about and peptides? Like what equals peptides? Cause I don't know. Yeah.
6: Well, peptide is just, is just a string of amino acids. If okay. I, if I remember my uh, I mean, something
7: that is, is a peptide, terzapatite is a peptide.
5: All of these fall okay. under the category of insulin. Insulin is a peptide.
6: Right. Okay. Okay. Um, you want, we could talk about AOD 9604, right? Yeah. That's a peptide. Can
0: we? That's I don't know. What is that? Tell me about yeah. AOD 9604. Yeah. It's a peptide. <laughs> about it's, a,
6: that. It's, a, it's a peptide. Okay. Um, it's a peptide that was developed by a pharmacy, by a, uh, by a pharmaceutical company. Um, about 20 years ago it's a pep you know insulin is made from pro-insulin right pro-insulin is a peptide and it just means it's a really it's longer than insulin with other stuff on it and then the body cleaves it meaning it divides that peptide into smaller pieces and sometimes the piece that gets broken off has its own activity okay so yeah then you have insulin and then you have the thing that came out off of the insulin. Um, and AOD 9604 is a peptide that is a portion of human growth hormone. So okay. they were doing a lot of research in human growth hormone. Obviously, it was used in the 70s in bodybuilding a lot. And they people theorized that a portion of it also broke down fat. It caused lipolysis. And hmm. they... Specifically, we're looking for a medication as an obesity treatment that would burn fat but not add muscle, you know, which, was, yeah. which would be like a reconstituted human growth hormone would do. So how do you just take the part of human growth hormone that burns fat without the building muscle part and then use that for people suffering from obesity? It would be like a magic pill that would cause them to start metabolizing their fat. Mm-hmm. And they developed it and they synthesized it and they tested it on rats, and boom, it worked. Like these rats lost 20% of their weight on wow. AOD 9604. And then they rolled it out for early phase human trials and they were able to prove no impact wow. on humans. And the, one of the main reasons is because the rat, um, the rat, receptor for AOD64 or for the the lipolysis part of human growth hormone is different than the human version of that. And so the impact that it had on rat brain was not replicatable on human. And so the company gave up on the medication and they stopped producing it. And the patent ran out. Mm-hmm. And so people are able to synthesize this peptide because peptides can be synthesized relatively easy in laboratories. And so they okay. synthesize this peptide and then they capitalize on this one rat study Ooh. and they tell yeah. people it's a magic drug to help you burn fat. And for anyone who claims that it helps burn, build muscle, because some people are using <laughs> it in really like sad. gym <laughs> bros, like gym bros will swear, swear by it, but it was specifically designed to not build muscle. Yeah. Like that was part Easy. of its planned design. Is so, it
8: related to the HCG?
6: And the, say again?
8: What is it related to what, I always think of the gym bros also talking about the human growth hormone, the HGH. They, Well, they G, use they it's HCG? part of, HCG, it's, it's that's part
6: it. of, oh, it's not related to HCG. Okay. No, okay. That's human chorion, chorionotropic hormone. Whew, okay. Human gonadotropic. I'd have to look yeah. it up, but it's That's definitely cool. not HGH, which is human <laughs> thing.
0: Good, good, good. You got it. Yeah, Not
6: the same thing. Um, so, and there, if you look on the internet, you can find the person who developed this compound for the company saying like, these are black market distributors. They have no relation to the company. The company is not making this medication or this peptide in any form of production right now. And he was saying like, I feel bad for all these people who are being fooled because like we've done the studies and it doesn't work.
0: Yeah.
7: Yeah. Same yeah. goes. The for good that's news that's is that's it, that's doesn't really right.
6: <laughs> it doesn't really what hurt you. It doesn't
7: really hurt you. Dr. Myra. Wait, um, the same goes for Temorelin which is like the HIV lipodystrophy drug which is oh, supposed yeah? to help with. A lot of people are saying it it could it can be mixed in mm-hmm. with semaglutide or tirzepatide for weight loss. It's been tested yeah. for weight loss. It's used for HIV-associated lipodystrophy, which is when HIV patients have an abnormal fat distribution change, okay, um, and it's supposed to help normalize that fat distribution, and it works, and it's FDA-approved for that use case. There is no evidence that anybody's been able to find that it helps independently with weight loss or yeah. helping redistribute weight in other people without this HIV-associated lipodystrophy. So,
4: Okay.
5: Wow, yep, and, it, nice. yeah, and there's a there's a whole cottage industry out there now with, with the gym bros kind of leading the, the charge on mm. uh,
6: our technology. Who, to the who point are the gym bros, by the way? I'm sorry. And,
2: <laughs> you don't know
8: the gym bros? <laughs>
2: the gym bros, yeah. Are,
8: yeah.
0: are, are they me, like a
6: workout podcast?
8: Oh, yeah. No, so, like do, you, do you even lift bro? That's an actual Wait like, a minute. Instagram handle. The gym at, bros. Yeah.
6: You're in New, New no York, Doctor
8: Rosen. You don't know Jim Bros?
6: I mean, are they like a chain? Is this a workout chain? I have no idea. No, no, no. I swear like they're to God. Like the
7: group of people who like to exactly. like Jim like, exactly. like Bros. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gym,
6: Are gym, gym Bros so just much. guys who like to go to the gym? Yeah,
7: yeah. 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 Okay. Also, like, also in. Jackson. Okay,
6: because it sounded to me like, like they were weedos. pushing a bunch, like they were selling <laughs> these compounds, like they were selling these <laughs> peptides.
7: No, as wow. you can see,
6: like <laughs> yeah. I'm not a gym Bro, clearly. <laughs>
8: There's a lot of oh, covert smelling and you know stuff that happens at, at the gyms too. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow.
8: I think well,
0: um, know, we're,
5: we're I think from a, from a technology ahead. standpoint, yeah. just a a, a quick a peptide. We were able to make so many of these small ch- two, three, five amino chain peptides that um, mm-hmm. either can or are theorized to trigger certain genes, certain uh Processes whether it's weight gain or fat loss or whatever it is, and I think that's why you're yeah. you're starting to see it blow up more in a lot of your um, your research grade only um, areas. Yeah, we've been able to synthesize these much smaller molecules to have a certain target, and they'll take advantage, like Dr. of one study that was done or one thing that might show this or might show that. And we okay. can, we can make those things. Now you can make them in a lab and you can turn around and sell them for research. grade. And you kind of see uh-huh. all kinds of different, uh, peptides, all kinds of different, uh, combinations geared toward anything, everything in the gym, the gym, okay. uh, <laughs> gym nowadays, just cause we, we, can, we can, we can make it where we couldn't, we couldn't do
6: it 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow. No. Oh, so that's why it seems like they're just like
6: coming up out of the out of nowhere.
8: Cause it's, Yeah. Yeah.
6: Because yeah. they're pretty it's easy to make exploded. now. You just need yeah. to buy like a couple fancy lab machines and you can churn them out anywhere.
0: Yeah. Well, that'll be the first thing that any, if someone ever says to me, well, I don't know. Making peptides is kind of easy. Like we can mix it at home. I'm going to be like, no, that's the whole problem. <laughs> like stop it. Go watch episode 19.
6: Mean, <laughs> sounds like Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad yeah, for like the you, 2020s. <laughs> yeah. right? It's like a peptide lab in your trailer home
0: yeah don't do that i've been
4: saying do that. that it's 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 giving breaking bad vibes
0: yeah totally for sure yeah
4: yep. but i
0: think it's important like and we had so we had dr tumor um dr Catherine tumor on one of our um episodes i can't remember which one i ate and um and uh, she mentioned that um that it's that compound pharmacies were so important um that that she and she was very specific about like all of these things that we're talking about, like what, why those things were important. But there is such a big need for them, and so I guess what my question is to, and we need to wrap things up, obviously. Um, but for um, for right now, with everything, with the shortage, and I think that it seems like there's going to be intermittent shortens like this for a while. If someone's taking a compound medication and then it comes off shortage, um, how long can they expect to continue to keep getting that medication? Um, before, or will they have to like immediately stop or if the, the company that's then providing it or the compound pharmacy that's providing it, like how what does that future look like for them when that changes?
6: I'll Anyone? jump in. <laughs> I'll jump in. Of course, right. of course he would. will. Of course he will. <laughs> when in doubt. Um, we don't know is the short Kay. answer. Kay? I think that... It's an answer. I got it. You know, I think that we'll have to find out, meaning that, meaning that of course you don't have to stop taking the medication right away. Right. Like no one's going to be in your house telling you what you can or can't do. (laughs) Right. And I think that compound pharmacies will continue to try and obtain the medication Mm -hmm. and to distribute the medication based on prescriptions written for patients At some point, Nova Nordisk or Eli Lilly will sue these compound Mm. pharmacies for patent violation. Okay. And then there will be, um, some sort of trial and that, that's my, that's my prediction that, that, that this will have to be tested in a court of law in order to be enforced in any real way, because Mm -hmm. if you try and enforce the patent laws when these medications are off shortage, then pharmacies will assert that they're modifying these medications or that doctors need to give these medications in smaller incremental doses, not in the yeah. 0. 0.25, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.75, you know, 1.0 yeah. um, aliquots. I have patients okay. who are so sick on a 2.5 Mounjaro, but they're just right on a 0. 0.8. Wow. And so mm. you can't do that without a compound pharmacy yeah. giving you that opportunities. And so I think eventually it'll be litigated and yeah. that's going to be a whole long road and we'll just yeah. have to wait and see. But for it's people disgusting. who are worried about their medications being taken away in a flash, I don't think it's going to happen like that. I don't okay. think you need to stockpile a year worth of meds in your fridge. Okay. You know, that's yeah. my take Our on it.
8: Says no. Yeah. It <laughs> think- yeah. yeah that's how I feel as well. No.
0: Yeah.
5: I think that's it. And, and we, you kind of saw the same thing with, uh, a lot of the other peptides that kind of blew up on the compounding pharmacy world for a while. And then it took a yeah. while for things to kind of wind down. It took a, you know, a few uh, FDA warning letters and a few FDA whatnots okay. with different compounding pharmacies to, to get in and to, yeah. to kind of push the uh, to push it in one direction or the other. And, and it's typically a very slow process. Uh, okay. It's not a light switch type thing. Usually, it's a, wait a, a, a minute. Lot.
0: Things in the government are slow. That's madness. <laughs>
5: Imagine that. But, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. It, it, it's not. N- nobody's going to turn the light switch off, and you know, everybody quits making it tomorrow, and you all go home like Fred Flintstone okay. like at five o'clock. It's, uh, yeah, it'll be, <laughs> okay. uh, it'll be, uh, a, it it'll, it'll take a while to to iron itself out.
0: Okay. All right. Well, this was a lovely conversation. Thank you guys for joining us and helping educate our community. We appreciate it so much. Wow. Any closing thoughts before I exit you? Stage left? Or right? No, thank you so much for having me. Yes, thanks so much for coming, everyone. Really appreciate it. And this
6: this was great. It was a great opportunity and a great conversation with colleagues and really important people in the community doing important work, educating and advocating. So keep yes. doing what you're doing.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. I was thinking about
8: you guys, but that's sweet. Thank you. I know, right? We <laughs> appreciate what you guys doing. We all are doing as well. Yes, yes.
0: we're
5: and, so thankful for you. The, I feel from like the ph- from the from the pharmacist perspective, I'd say top milligrams. Yeah. Yeah. talk milligrams. Talk milligrams. from yeah, now quit on. Quit Talk about your numbers.
0: <laughs> talk <laughs> milligrams. That's what I'm going to say every time. It's like uh, Dr. Ripley says. Doctorably <laughs> <top milligrams. laughs> said, talk milligrams. Yes awesome. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank I hope you have, have a wonderful you. evening. Thank you.
4: Thank you. Thank you bye. 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 Virgo. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so great. I oh learned so much. Take that notes. Was so I will much. be listening
8: to this again because I need yeah. to take notes.
0: I think that I can do like a descript, which is like, I can awesome. like have everything scripted yeah. um, and then like edit it accordingly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, Um, I think I can do that because I think all of the, specifically the, um, the, the, like, I think when we're talking, that's about the peptides, but we're talking about like the certifications and like certain, and I want to make sure we have those like written out for people, Mm -hmm, because there are people that will want to, you know, really geek out on that and like, understand, I'm sure we're some of them. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. yeah, but um, I think it's important. I, I got a lot of things clarified. And I know a lot of people in the community um, have asked me those questions, so um, yeah, I think. Do you guys
8: Misconceptions it? were cleared up.
0: A lot I of the thing. Whenever I
8: hear salt, I think of like what Dr. Rosen yeah. said, past salts, but yeah. I'm thinking of like a yeah. witch's cauldron putting in her salt yes. and stuff, like it's just that's the immediate, yeah, or yes, yeah, or so yeah,
0: or I'm thinking There's like something. crystals, like I'm thinking mm-hmm. like and bed situation, mm-hmm. like you know, and that's the thing yeah. is like, we no. hear this narrative, we hear these spins. And I think Dr. Rosen, makes a really good point that like, we're hearing certain things from, you know, the, from the manufacturers, right. Or we're hearing from like, you know, Eli Lilly, right. And they're saying, oh, like, we don't
3: want to do that. Oh,
0: blah, 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 blah. you know, and, right. and I think, but why are we listening to them again? I forget. Like, cause, cause, cause clearly they have, you know, yeah. they want to make money and all the things, but I well, thought it was really made fascinating. the
4: medication, but yeah,
0: yeah, you know, yeah. I know. Oh yeah. Right. And
8: then how they shot themselves in the foot by creating this vehicle to
0: yeah. put well I love the canal street reference.
4: Yeah, that was a good one. Reference.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah. that little guy right there. Yeah.
4: Look, yeah. <laughs> this yes. little thing right here. That's, that's the fault. Com- it's not I'm
8: diabetes gonna... versus
0: obesity. No. <laughs>
8: exactly. Mean,
0: exactly, cat. It's not diabetes versus obesity. It's not it's the like dang it's the stupid pen. <laughs> let's go back to one pen. Although let's face it, like they had a problem with those even with one pen. So I think right. it just seems to be, and I, and that makes sense why they're spending so much time. I think we are seeing in the newest studies of like figuring out how to optimize the oral ones, right? How do we, how mm-hmm. do we get, you know, the optimal doses from like the oral and, and what kind of the, that's what the st- Dr. Meyer done several videos about that recently. Um, well, they're so easier I think those are good.
4: Produce.
0: Yeah, because they're easier to produce. You don't have to worry about that raw material. Well, you have you don't have to worry about the, I don't want to say raw materials because that's the stuff in the medication, but you don't have to worry about the pens, right? The actual, mm-hmm. you know, physical mm-hmm. things. So I think, I think that's, I think that's something to consider going forward. And like, as long as it worked well, as long as it was the same medication and I could tolerate it and it was, you know, I would, I would do it. You know, right. yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think, I hope this helps people feel a little bit more clear and at least they'll know what questions to ask and red flags right. and things to look for. Yeah. Know, if they are in a situation and let's like, and to be clear, like I just want to make sure everybody understands cause I, I know how the girls feel about this. Um, mm-hmm. But we want everybody to have access to this medication affordably. Mm-hmm. We would love for everyone to take the retail, which is what Janine came with a really way to take the retail but we know that not everybody can. We know that most people can't. We know that that is the lack of accessibility and affordability is a really big problem. And I mean, in these, I mean, for sure, these, like, I don't want to say designer meds, but I've heard someone say that recently, these medications, right. Mm -hmm. These very expensive medications, they shouldn't just be for the elite, you know, or the lucky Mm -hmm. they shouldn't be. Yeah. But we know, but if you are, are able to find access to these medications in a safe way, and you are able to afford them at least a little bit more, then I hope that this does help you because we want everyone to be safe and to be healthy. And as long as you're able to do that, you will always see resources from the plus sides. We will always give you, you can choose which ones you use, but we will always give you resources. Okay. So um, I thought it was a lovely discussion. Mm -hmm. Even though I have like my new mic, I feel like I could get a little crazy with going in and out like this. It's a good time, you know, like your special effects. (laughs) I,
4: <laughs> I'm getting my mic this week because I need a mic. You do need a
0: mic. You need one special for your iPad, right?
4: I'm going to see yes. if I can find a pink one.
0: Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. I'm Barbie sure you
4: pink. can. <laughs> I'm sure
0: you can, Trinine. If anybody can find <laughs> a pink mic, it's you. You and Delta you Barbie. And <laughs> yeah,
4: pink and Delta yes. Barbie. Yeah. I'm going to be chilling over here.
0: Yeah. You're going to have to wear head things like me and look silly. That's how it works. Not silly. Oh, I think okay. I want I one of that. those. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. My hair looks real flat, you know, and like I'm from Georgia. I need some bigger oh, hair on like, yeah. Texas, but I need it. I need it up there. <laughs> you know, the uh, higher uh, hair to closer to heaven. You know, I need a little puffier. It's like,
8: <laughs> yeah, hold <Yeah, but laughs> so back in my man today. bun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're, it's not a man bun if you're wearing a cat. Right.
8: <laughs> it's a man bun. I know, it's right? Bun. It's a cat bun. I need a haircut so badly, but...
0: You know what I was thinking we well. should do? We should do non scale victories sometimes when we do our sign-offs. You know, like, hey, what was your NSV this week? You know, stuff like that. You know, do you guys have any? Because we could do it today if you wanted. Danger.
4: Let's see. I don't cat know. Man. Oh! Okay, I'm listening. I went on. to Zara this What's weekend. Zara? I don't even know what Zara is. Uh, Zara at Linux Square Mall. Okay. And because the Barbie movie premiered this weekend, yeah. I was able to purchase one of the like Barbie t-shirts in a size medium. <gasps> That's great. That's
0: totally That's an SV sweet. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. I was excited. I'm going to see a picture of that. It needs a picture of it. <laughs> what about Kat? Did you have one lately?
8: <laughs> you know, I, I'm pretty sure I have, but it's been kind of a whirlwind this week. It's been quite a, yeah. quite a, nut, quite a bit nutty, but um, I'll think of one for next week. Okay. But yeah, you guys, we've always talked about um, how I don't have a Prince quote. Yes. So I have one today.
0: You have a Prince but quote I, today. Okay. In, in, oh. in, in, in lieu of the oh, really? NSV. In
8: lieu what of the it? NSV, I actually thought yes. of this. So it's um, called it a deep track. From Prince, um, however much you want. Um, he okay. did with his then wife, Maite. Okay. Or were they married? I don't know. Anyway, who cares? The lyrics were pretty um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, okay. I'm full cool. of random, useless pop culture information, yes. not just about Prince either. Um, you know, side tra- sidebar, Kim, when yes. I worked at Career Builder when you were there, my team, one of my teams yeah. that I worked in, they said, Kat is the most, the best popular culture referencer ever, so. Yeah, that was my award. So, oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Anyway. All right. All right. So. This (laughs) it is. How much can you get if you don't put? Excuse me. How much can you get if you just put your mind to it? How much can you gain if you don't struggle to get through it? How strong is your faith if you don't take time to renew it? Listen now. You've got to make haste. This is the time. You've got to, got to, got to do it. And then, oh, I had to the Prince one anyway. I love it. I love it. <laughs> However much you want.
0: That's That's I love it. However much you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, um, an NSV. I had a few NSVs. I'm having a lot since Majaro. Shocking. I know we're all so shocked. Um, but, but mine was, is a, now I want to blanket statement. My husband has always thought I was fine, but he's never seen me this small ever. Mm-hmm. Like, and all the, we've been together 20 years. He's never seen me this small. And I was just standing in the kitchen wearing like, I mean, basically my clothes are kind of like the ones I was wearing kind of hanging off, but I don't care. I'm at home, you know? And he came over and he goes, I just, you're just glowing. I've just never seen you oh, wow. this small and this beautiful. And <laughs> I always thought you were, I mean, he, you know, he's he loves me no matter what size I am. Like I've always had to beat, beat his ass off with a stick, but you know, <laughs> just it was just like, I could see it in his face. Like how into me, he was. Wow. And that made me and like again, he's he's he loves me in every size, but it was very cool in that moment to see that mm-hmm. know that my partner and my bestie, right, has mm-hmm. never seen me as healthy as I am now. And he's known me since I was 20, you know? So it's like it wow. was a cool thing. It was a nice thing. Nice I thought.
4: That's sweet. <laughs> Yeah, totally. That's really sweet. That's awesome. Yes. So we we'll yeah, won't do classic
0: yeah. sign-offs. We'll just, you know, we'll just do that instead of, yeah. <laughs> instead of our quotes. I'll but think that's yeah, So that's cool. Yeah. You got to think of, you got to like at least add some up and just throw them in I whenever. Know. I don't know. I just thought it would be a little more fun since we always do our sign-offs. And I'm pretty sure if I look at the stats, people are like, eh, and they just leave. No,
4: look, <laughs> gotta go.
8: Gotta go. Peace out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I anyway. the, the different one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's good. You're the anyway. one that always shakes it up. We're just basic bitches over here, like with the sample stuff. It's all right. We're learning. We're evolving. We Ooh, aren't basic. I, just, I think it's my yeah, undiagnosed
8: basic, no. ADD in my life. That's all it is. Yes. So.
0: All right. Well, we will sign off for the night. We will see you guys next week. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please comment, share, like all the things. If you have Yay. not subscribed, please do so. All of these things help. Um, please also know that we do have a page where if you want to make a donation to the podcast, you can. Many people have asked for that. There's a PayPal link that are in the in the notes and on the website. And also and we merch. have a merch store. We have a merch you store. You want to get the something
8: in, in exchange for donating. Yes.
0: That's right. That's why we started that to begin with, because I feel super uncomfortable letting people donate to the podcast. But lots yeah. of people were like, please give us the space to do it. We want to do it. And yeah. it's very kind. We it's very kind. You. Yes, we yes. appreciate it so much. It really does help. Every little bit does help. So yeah, we're so thankful for you community and um, and new members of our community, hopefully that are watching and have been. We've gotten so many on YouTube that have found us yeah. that are new. And the audio podcast is taking off quite a bit as well. It was already pretty was already pretty steady but it's it's quite a bit now i think we're probably at 2 two thousand downloads a week you know really? so it's it's quite Yay. yeah yeah so that's pretty good
2: Awesome. I mean, I it grows
0: it. by a couple hundred a week it really does so mm-hmm. it's going really good and then of course the youtube grows like every hour the youtube is really getting up there so we're doing good things right do good things get good things help people that's what we want to do so help us in every way that you can with with watching and sharing and engaging all of those things help the plus sides. You don't have to go and buy something if you don't want to. You don't have to donate if you don't want to. But consuming the content, and mm-hmm. reacting and engaging awesome. with the content mm-hmm. helps mm-hmm. us significantly. Mm-hmm. So um, please do that. And if there are commercials, because we finally got some commercials, like just let them play. <laughs> it helps <laughs> us. Yeah. Just, it helps us. You know, like it does. So we're so thankful for everyone and um, thankful, of course, to our doctors. And we will see Yay. you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Asta la pasta. <laughs>
3: time
0: for a change rooted in lasting evidence-backed wellness say goodbye to unsustainable diet culture with friday's weight management program a nationwide virtual care platform built to address your biology
1: the reason why i started fridays is that i noticed that patients with obesity are often improperly treated and told to eat less and move more. Well, the science is in and we now know that obesity is a chronic medical condition like high blood pressure and diabetes and that there are many factors including your genetics that play a role in the development of obesity. We understand this at Fridays and that's why we make sure to order labs and specific medications that work with you and your biology.
0: We're revolutionizing weight management, steering clear of weight loss fads, and embracing a scientifically driven approach. Our program charts a path to a healthier you, leveraging evidence-based treatments, nutritional support, and a team of specialized clinicians dedicated to guiding you towards optimal health. We ensure swift appointment scheduling and provide a knowledgeable insurance team for handling prior authorizations for GLP-1 medication. Fridays will also provide safe, compounded GLP-1 medication alternatives with fair and industry-leading pricing. Our eligibility quiz will match you with the provider that corresponds with your medical needs. Go to joinfridays.com to begin your journey to a healthier you today.
3: Using Peptide Vite. It's the first daily natural vitamin to help support a reduction in the major side effects of GLP 1s. Peptide Vite supports fatigue, nausea, GI side effects, and promotes better metabolism. It is third party tested, made in the USA in an FDA certified facility. Peptide Vite is a game changer all in one daily supplement. Pharmacist and physician formulated to be safe and effective. Use code PLUS20 for 20% off at ZenNutrients.com.
0: Are you interested in understanding GOP-1 medications like Ozempic, Wegovy, or Manjaro? Then join us on The Plus Sides, Cracking the Obesity Code, the groundbreaking podcast helping people change their lives one episode at a time. The Plus Sides podcast is a disruptor. We're breaking down barriers, smashing stereotypes, and sharing inspiring stories that'll leave you feeling informed and empowered. Join us every week to learn from doctors who are specialists around GLP 1 medications like Ozempic, Bogovia, and Manjaro. They'll provide you with science and facts to validate these incredible stories. But that's not all. We'll also bring you the voices of the GLP-1 Manjaro TikTok community, real people who face the challenges of obesity-related diseases and disorders and discovered the incredible plus sides of GLP-1 medications. Our episodes are filled with heartwarming stories, laughter, and moments of triumph. You'll connect with our amazing community members who are reclaiming their health and experiencing their fullest lives. Are you ready to embark on a journey of discovery and empowerment? Tune in to The Plus Sides, Cracking the Obesity Code, and together we'll change the narrative around obesity and end the stigma. Subscribe now on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform and join our incredible community. Let's celebrate The Plus Sides of life together. The Plus Sides Podcast, because every story deserves to be heard. Every life deserves to shine. And everyone deserves access to expert knowledge and medication. The Plus Sides Podcast. You're not alone. It's not your fault.